Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. We are pleased to have Lauren Anderson join the program. She is the owner and CEO of All In Recruiting and Talent Boutique. All In Recruiting specializes in the direct hire placement of top talented and diverse professionals from the mid to senior companies in the technology space. In such a short time, she has helped over 10,000 diverse professionals across all the disciplines within their careers. Lauren has brokered incredible partnerships with some of the leading Fortune 100 companies, and we are so fortunate to have her here with us. Lauren, welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Thank you so much, Danny. I'm excited to be here with you guys and just adore you. So I'm happy to talk with you today. But Lauren, this is David. And throughout our time together, we're going to make sure we state who's speaking and asking you questions as our audience may get confused from time to time as to who's talking. But Lauren, we had you on earlier. We had the distinct privilege of having you on before as one of the co-founders of the Black Channel Partner Alliance, also known as BCPA. What led you to going to help that nonprofit? And then I want to ask you, what led you to begin your own recruiting firm, All In Recruiting and Talent Boutique? And why did you choose tech and technology as your niche? Yes, those are great questions, Dave. And so I am indeed a co-founder of the Black Channel Partner Alliance, uh, in which I sit on the board with, well, sat on the board with Danny and Naisha and Frank, uh, who are all incredible business leaders and uh, great guys. And so that initiative was brought to me by Lonnie Phillips, who's an amazing uh, leader at Microsoft. And she introduced me to these guys who had a great mission to help Black-owned tech companies to get their market share of business uh, from Microsoft because we had learned that there were some disparities in the opportunity there. So we set out to have some really lofty goals, uh, you know, creating tech jobs, uh, helping Black tech companies to obtain capital, and then actually being able to provide them with the tools and the learnings necessary to be successful. So that's been an amazing ride uh, and has been fruitful in that relationship. And we're really proud of what we're doing there. Uh, as far as all in recruiting is concerned, we've been in business since 2018. And uh, like Danny mentioned, we are an executive search firm hiring top talented and diverse professionals across the country. Uh, and we've had the great privilege to, you know, be in partnership with some really awesome companies. I mean, <laughs> saying it sometimes even blows my mind, you know, but uh, <laughs> we've been able to, um, you know, really be able to uh, deliver and drive performance in these organizations by uh, presenting them with talented professionals uh, who are really experts in their field. And so uh, most recently, we've been working with HP. Uh, who we are very, very glad to be in partnership with. And we did have uh, our partnership with Microsoft and uh, Shark Ninja, Revolution Engineering, uh, here in Las Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights, 
So we've been really fortunate uh, as far as our clientele is concerned. And, you know, I would really attribute that, that to my ability to be able to leverage the network, right? And to uh, be able to speak to people where they are and relate to people and then also be able to deliver because ultimately that's what everybody wants is results. And I really appreciate that, Lauren. You've done a lot of work for not only for the uh, BCPA, but also for the community and everybody. When I was in Vegas uh, a few weeks ago meeting with you, everybody knows you, which is fantastic. But because I know you so well, I would love for our audience to learn a little bit more about you as well, about your passion for diversity and equity within this tech space, right? Dave said, how did you choose the tech space? I think our audience wants to know because you didn't grow up being a technical engineer. You didn't grow up in the Microsoft ecosystem or the Google ecosystem, the AWS ecosystem. So how did you choose the tech space? And before you even tell people how you chose the tech space, how did you decide to say, hey, I want to do DNI as well within this tech space? Great question. And so that'll lead me to the history of my career and how we got here, right? Um, so I was a, um, uh, what they call a very ambitious young woman. <laughs> um, and some would say still young woman, and I'll take it, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so I, I obtained my master's degree in human resource management at the age of 22. And so from there, I was able to work for three of the world's largest uh, gaming and hospitality companies in the capacity of corporate human resources, as well as in talent acquisition. And so being able to uh, speak to people, um, relate to them, uh, provide them value has always been a strong set of mine. And so uh, I was able to help veterans and people of color and so many people over the years uh, with opportunity. And so, of course, you know, helping to change people's lives, they remember you. And so uh, we have good relationship um, with the number of people from the past. And so that has helped me to build a pipeline of really talented professionals that end up introducing me to other professionals, right? Uh, and ultimately, now we've got over 12,000 people in the pipeline who are both passive and active candidates that we reach out to for a multitude of opportunity. And so uh, my career as a talent acquisition uh, uh, professional and an HR professional uh, helped me get into this space of recruiting. And so uh, my corporate career ended in 2017 when I decided to chase my entrepreneurial endeavor. And at that point, I, I started contracting out my services and I realized, oh my God, I'm really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and mm -hmm. so I think at the time I had hired like 70 people in six months by myself for a real estate company. And uh, from there, I had actually more than doubled my, my corporate salary in less than six months after leaving my big job, right? Wow. And so I said, oh my goodness, I'm onto something. I've got to formalize this and help other people, um, you know, to rise to the occasion as well so that we can help America to really live up to its diverse workplaces that they're striving yes. for. And so, uh, you know, my career, the knowledge and the skill set just transferred into my business. And so uh, I'm always a seeker of knowledge. I've always been a researcher. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always am keeping up with trends and future trends. And so I had realized the disparities in technology and as far as the ethnic disparities and the gender disparities when it comes to the C-suite and when it comes to uh, people of color being at the decision table or in the boardroom, when it comes to 
uh, alleviating certain social ills, right? We've all seen, you know, certain companies that have had some what they call faux pas over the over the years, where uh, they may, you know, do something offensive to one community or another, and it's because they don't have representation at the table. And so, coming to that realization, I had noticed, oh my gosh, I know some incredible people that know some more incredible people. How do we leverage this to help uh, be a solution-oriented business and, and, and add value to these companies to make them better and ultimately to make candidates happy? And so uh, I set out to form All In Recruiting, and within about a year of business, we obtained our first Fortune 100 client, and that was Microsoft. That is fantastic. This is Danny again. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, earlier, you said you, you guys had brought on HP as a client. And then you talked about bringing on Microsoft. So first of all, you explained how you leverage relationships, how that was very important to you. But what did you learn about yourself along the way of starting your company? And what did you learn about yourself as you aligned your business with this tech giant like Microsoft? Well, some things that I learned was that, um, you know, I'm outrageous <laughs> uh, in the sense that I'm outrageously optimistic, right? I, I have an abundance mindset and I'm always believing in opportunity and I'm always thinking that there's more out there and there's more that we can do. And so, you know, coming from the Black community and knowing the social ills that we have, I, I had understood that, you know, I, I'm in a privileged position to be uh, a gatekeeper so to speak, to certain opportunities. And if other people are not being represented in those spaces, then I have the ability to bridge that gap, right? Uh, and the people that work for my company ultimately are catalysts to bridging that gap as well. And so it, it's all about, you know, helping America to diversify workforces and really giving people an opportunity that really deserve it, but historically have been underrepresented in those areas. That's fantastic, Lauren. This is David. And if you don't mind, I want to follow up a little bit to what Dan asked earlier. Having to secure capital and grow your brand nationwide and the opportunity to work with some of the largest companies in our country is an amazing accomplishment. There are a lot of people who are going to be listening to this episode that might have dreams of becoming an entrepreneur, or they might have goals to align with another partner like Microsoft. Well, what's some of, what are some advice or some tips that you could give to our audience who might have aspirations for doing more. Sure. So I would definitely suggest to be informed, right? It starts there. Make sure you do your research. Uh, make sure that you're keeping abreast with uh, the industry trends. Uh, make sure that you're preparing for solutions, right? I think a lot of times uh, entrepreneurs, especially startup entrepreneurs, are looking at the problem, right? Uh, and let's talk about the challenges. And we spend a lot of time talking about challenges and not as much time focused on solutions. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I know for sure is that that when you focus on the solutions, everyone needs a problem to be solved, right? And so then what you find is the people that will reach out to you find out you have the solution and then you're in business. And so I think that, uh, you know, entrepreneurs need to be outrageously optimistic, definitely have a belief in abundance and be informed uh, and strategic about their approach, right? When it comes to uh, introducing themselves to potential investment partners or uh, potential clients, right? Being able to speak to them in a way that is relatable to them so that they can understand your value add. This is David Lauren. That's fantastic. And before I ask you my follow-up to that, I want to put out a 
a message to all of those who are listening to our program now. We want to encourage you to pause right now, subscribe if you haven't already done so, and make sure you're supporting the Twins Talk It Up program. We can't bring on incredible guests like Lauren without your support. Lauren, I love this phrase. You've said it several times. Outrageously optimistic. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't get any more excited than that. You have to be able to look at the opportunities and you've got to be willing to go after them and not be discouraged. So you have to be outrageous about your optimism. You have to look at your outlook differently. So I love that. And, and speaking of that, here's what I want to ask you. When you go into an organization and you're assessing their needs, how do you get into the point where you're deliberate about seeking more opportunities for minorities, seeking more opportunities to diversify in terms of gender? How do you go into organizations and make that assessment and then go in there with that ask to get that accomplished? That's a great question. And so uh, what I would say to that is build an ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. Be a part of community. And so what ends up happening most often with our business is that, um, you know, I'm connected with some really powerful women around the country that are, you know, top executives at their companies or in their towns, you know, they're awarded women. And so these women ultimately are consultants and companies. They're helping to alleviate microaggressions, helping with racial uh, issues in workplaces. And they're talking to CEOs and they're kicking racism in the butt in the workplace. Right. And so these women ultimately have a need after they're in consultation with their clients for a recruitment need, because it's not just, hey, we want to focus on DEI as well. How are we going to affect the change in the workplace? Mm. Are we going to recruit more people of color? Are we going to expand our perspective, right? And look for uh, non-traditional folks in this role, whether it be veterans or perhaps disabled people or even trans people, right? And so uh, ultimately my network, my ecosystem is very supportive. They send us business, they refer business to us. And more often than not, these companies are already invested in these issues, right? So when we got the Microsoft um, contract, it was all about, you know, helping women to have representation in the C-suite. It was about gender parity. And so this was pre-George Floyd. Now we're post-George Floyd, and many companies are focused on uh, racial uh, inclusion, right? And so now we have a number of companies that are seriously invested in these initiatives. And more often than not, those companies seek us out uh, because they know that we deliver on, on what we set out to do, and that is to help them to be better companies and make candidates happy. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSP Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, 
finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is Danny, and that's fantastic because you actually led into my next thought question I was going to have was, was basically you talked about Pulse and pre-George Floyd. What challenges have you seen? What opportunities have you also seen because of this health pandemic? Oh, I think there's so many opportunities right now. I mean, as far as diversity is concerned, we've now um, uh, removed the barriers, uh, geographical barriers, right? So in, in places like Portland, Oregon, where you don't have a large representation of minorities or Black people, you now have uh, the ability to recruit Black people to work remotely in your company, right? Um, so we've got a client in Portland, and we just uh, recently hired one of their lead instructors who's a, a Java specialist, and he's a Black man that works, uh, he's actually living in North Carolina, but he's working in Portland, right? And so there in North Carolina, he wasn't able to get those same opportunities, but now we have this, uh, uh, the barrier broken down uh, with remote work, and so it's created more opportunity for people to look outside of where they live. Um, there are some people, I went to school in Terre Haute, Indiana. <laughs> you know, there's some people in Terre Haute, Indiana, it doesn't look as diverse, you know, but those folks can look for opportunity in other areas and feel included in their workplaces. So I think that uh, the pandemic has definitely uh, created greater opportunity, especially for women uh, that are seeking transition, whether it be into tech or any other careers. The ability to work from home has really freed a lot of people um, and really expanded a lot of people's minds to almost become micro entrepreneurs themselves. I love that. This is David Lauren. And it's such a great point you make about taking advantage of this health pandemic and helping companies realize that you can get incredible talent, the best talent out there, and they don't have to be in your city and they can still work for you. So I love that. That's fantastic. Lauren, I've heard that you are a big believer in setting goals, surpassing your goals. I mean, obviously you stated earlier, you were able to get your master's at the age of 22 you're able to work with some of the largest gaming companies in the world. And then you set out this incredible journey to start all in recruiting. And it's really gone out of this roof. I mean, you've done incredible stuff. So I've got to ask as an entrepreneur to another entrepreneur, can you share what some of your habits are? What are some of the best practices maybe you've implemented? It could be mindset exercises. It could be a growth coach. It could be setting out different goals, whether it's physical or mental, what are some of the best practices you can share? I know that Dan and I had on a speaker not too long ago, we talked about journaling, uh, meditation. We've even talked about hiking, right? So what are some of the things that you've done to set yourself up to conquer the world of recruiting? Because you've got to first conquer the world in your mind, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely a mindset first uh, type of journey, right? And so some of the things that I do, uh, David, to stay sane, <laughs> maybe you call them best practices, but for my sanity, um, I, I usually every other morning here where I live in Las Vegas, I'll climb about a 2,800 uh, foot mountain, small mountain. Uh, and uh, there is where I, I do my exercise. I'm an avid jump roper actually, and have started a bit of a movement um, from that. And so uh, I'm hiking, I am, um, you know, <laughs> reading. Uh, I just got a new St. Bernard puppy. And so he helps me to stay sane. There's a lot of action with uh, little Romeo. And uh, let's see, what else do I do? Oh, there, there are many things, you know, many things. Best practices I would recommend is definitely finding um, a safe space, right, to uh, channel in on your positive thoughts, definitely stay away from negative-minded people um, and any negativity. I kind of put up a force field, uh, you know, <laughs> around myself when it comes to negativity. Um, yeah, so hiking, biking, jump rope, um, you know, my St. Bernard and a lot of Jesus, to be honest with you. I, I listen to a lot of music, a lot of gospel music. I'm a singer as well, so I write music. Um, and so that is, uh, that, that's something I do in my free time to just to stay sane. <laughs> Lauren, this is Dave. I'm going to ask a question off the script here. I got to, I got to follow up with this singing part. And by the way, I, I think it's so important, Lauren, and you stated this, if we can't take care of ourselves and really make sure we're looking out for ourselves, our sanity, our mental health, our physical health, we're really not good to anybody else. Right. And it, it can't be backwards. It can't be the other way around. So I love that you got a new dog. I'm a pet lover, too, and and a Paul parent. And there's something about being able to have that company, being able to take care of them. It's, it's fantastic. But but let's go into what you said earlier. You are a singer and a songwriter. Any specific genre of music and when can we start seeing and hearing some of your work? That's that's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. Um, I'm actually working on my EP uh, in my free time. Yes. So it is a mixture of gospel and R&B. Uh, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'll give you a oh sample. Gosh, I can't tonight. wait. Lauren, my daughter's a singer. And I'm telling you, just hearing you say that is fantastic. And so I'm excited for you. Please keep Dan and I informed. We're going to be huge supporters. I mean, who knew that you could be hired to come in on a retainer, build a company's profile. You could be hired to be a speaker at a conference and now they could bring you in to also perform and sing. This is fantastic. It's that's, true. That, this is, that's why you're in Vegas there, Lauren. You know, you, you, you can have your day job and then at night go, go to one of the hotels like the MGM and do a little performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. This is Danny real quick. Uh, Really excited to have you on board, Lauren, and thank you very much for sharing that. And I'm glad Dave brought up the fact that everyone should have some type of routine. You said you go out to the hills every other day. And unfortunately, I know Nyasha, when he was in town, he went out with you to one of the hills. I didn't get, get an opportunity to do that because I was a sponsor at a conference. But hopefully the next time I'm in Vegas, you can definitely take me out to one of the hills. Uh, what, what, what I like the audience to understand is that, listen. It's a mindset opportunity, right? Lauren, you can see for her upbringing. She completed her master's degree at 22 years old. She went and doubled her income in six months. I mean, she's doing all these things. And really, I think it comes down, as she said before, 
it's a mindset thing. It's what you believe, the higher power, the vibration, the positivity, whatever that may be. You have to have this outrageous optimism that she has in order to make sure that negativity does not impact you. So many times on this journey of becoming an entrepreneur or this journey of becoming a executive or VP at an organization, we hit roadblocks. And we have to make sure that we do not allow these roadblocks to tell us that we can't be this particular position or we can't start this goal or we can't go forward. We can't move forward. It is very important that you do the same thing each and every day. Have these habits of positivity. Have these habits where you go out and just make it happen no matter what negativity happens in your life. And Lauren did that exactly just that. Great example of how she's able to, to push through, grow her organization, despite one, being a woman in the tech space and two um, being an african-american woman in the tech space and doing the recruiting those are two uphill battles uh, and of course because she climbs hills every other day i'm sure it's not a big deal for her uh, so lauren real quick as you're doing this and you have this great opportunity this great momentum and you talk about having great relationships is it very vital for our audience as well to have a peer group or support group or some type of network to help keep them grounded or help keep them focused? Do you have such peer uh, such network group or a peer group that you associate with as well? Definitely a peer group is helpful. Um, what I can say about mentorship as far as my life is concerned, uh, the mentor that I would consider in my life was my grandfather. And uh, he was one of the most successful people in our family. He was a builder. Uh, he owned a general contracting company in Gary, Indiana. Uh, and historically, actually, I just got a, a street named after him last year there. Nice. And uh, yeah, it, it was a, a, a real honor for our family. So he had built, you know, Du Bois Library, Marquette, Marquette Elementary School, which is a school that I actually went to, uh, and a number of other schools and churches and highways and things like that in Gary, Indiana. And so uh, my, my grandfather was really the role model in my life that um, helped me to understand what success looked like. Uh, also, the, the difficulties of it as well, I learned uh, from him. And so these small Picassos behind me, I actually inherited from him uh, when he passed. And so you know, having someone as a role model is definitely a nice to have uh, for aspiring entrepreneurs. I think that uh, certainly an ecosystem, a network that is going to be supportive and intentional about uh, uh, providing opportunities. And, you know, me and Dave spoke about this prior where, you know, you want to have friends that are not afraid to mention your name in a room full of opportunity, right? And so uh, aligning yourself with people that are on the same, um, you know, mission or have the same, same like, uh, uh, initiatives is going to be very, very important. Uh, it has been life-changing for me, uh, especially when it comes to the Microsoft e ecosystem, uh, you know, with Lonnie introducing me to BCPA uh, and, you know, in, in past boards I've been. Um, I, do, I do know that, you know, a lot of it is just hard work, right? You really have to be able to do the work and deliver. And I think that, you know, sometimes people get a little too uh, caught up in circles and in associations and so forth. Uh, but really what you need to be doing is focusing on the end result, which is the business and the impact that your business can make. And so 
you know, I'm not a part of too many groups. <laughs> I'm very selective with the ones that I am a part of. Uh, but the ones that I'm aligned with, I know for sure are intentional and strategic about supporting my business. And, and likewise, I am for them. Uh, you know, I would include the women in tech. I would include uh, women in cloud, you know, all of these different ecosystems that, that have really been supportive to all in recruiting so far. Lauren, this is David. I love that you've stated that we don't become successful by ourselves. And it's important that we align ourselves with the right people, the right organizations, and not to overwhelm ourselves. My business is not as established as yours. I've been around a couple of years. And I'll tell you, the first mistake I made probably was thinking I can do everything, get involved in every organization, every networking group, pay my fees here, pay my fees there, join this as elite networking group in Maryland here. And, and these are big companies and before you know it, I'm not really working. I'm just networking with people and I'm not getting anything done. And so Danny told me this year, and I do have a, a, an incredible mentor who's out of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. He's been my mentor for 27 years. And so he doesn't know the Jacksons personally. I don't know if your grandfather does, but but I just thought that was unique that you said Gary, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> but oh, yeah, I wanted, yeah. I I'm born you, in but... Gary, Indiana. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She knows. So, uh, she knows. He does. That's right. But I think for me, Danny made the point, Dave, you're in too many things. It's not producing the results you want. You're not getting the leads and opportunities you want. Yeah, your face is everywhere. Hence, his face is everywhere. But you've got to put yourself in one or two networking groups or opportunities that you're going to thrive. And so this year has been the year of getting off of things. I'm not on every board. I'm not in every group, every committee. And I'm, I'm literally down to like two groups that I'm in outside of the normal group that Dan and I joined together, uh, an HBCU uh, networking group. But I, I had to do that, Lauren, because I wasn't getting anywhere. And I just felt like, yeah, everybody knew me, but I wasn't growing. Yeah, and I've got to be able to focus my attention on the areas that are going to produce incredible growth and align myself with people that really see my vision and they understand that I'm there to give to them bless them, support them as much as I hope that they do the same for me. Um, but I wanted to ask you this, Lauren, in terms of working with professionals, people that hear this, people that go to your website, how can these professionals work with you and what are they getting besides quote unquote job leads? And then how can organizations align themselves with you for the best talent that's out there? Great question. And I'll get to that, but let's get back to Gary. Okay. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Born in Gary, Indiana. Okay. The home of Michael Jackson. And we'll That's never right. let people forget it. Um, I, <laughs> and I was raised in the Bronx, New York. So I have a, a completely different perspective from many business owners, right? Um, I come from a, a different type of environment. And I actually graduated high school from Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm. And so uh, we have a lot of things in common, Danny and David, just, just to put that out there. So for the, the candidates or the professionals that would like to uh, utilize some of our services, we do help. Uh, candidates to revise their resumes. We do help them to polish their professional brand, whether that be on LinkedIn uh, or, you know, 
potentially setting them up for opportunities, right? Where they really highlight their skill sets so that they can obtain, you know, the dream job that they would like to have. Um, I do a few consultations with people, uh, not so much anymore, but uh, a lot of coaching, which I'll be turning over to you, David, because you're amazing at it. Um, <laughs> you know, as far as preparing these executives uh, for, for these opportunities, but most of the people that we interact with, they're mid to senior your level in their career, their experienced professionals, um, you know, a few tweaks here and there, but, you know, to be honest, they've got it going on, you know what I mean? And so uh, they, they can come to us for a variety of reasons, whether it's consultation or improving their career brand. And of course, they can always go on our website and view our openings and see what they actually are qualified for, uh, and then potentially apply for a job. And maybe we'll be able to help you change your life. That's fantastic. And then what about organizations, Lauren, that want to partner with you? Um, how do you go about choosing and selecting the companies that you're going to align with? Yes. So the companies that we are interested in doing business with are specifically aligned with uh, very serious initiatives, and that is inclusiveness, that is equity in the workplace, and of course, that includes diversity. And diversity is bigger than people of color, but we do hire Black people, people of color. We've recently actually hired a trans person, which we're really proud of, um, and uh, veterans and the like. And so uh, making sure that there's equal opportunity is, is a lifelong journey, right? There are many civil rights activists activists that are still fighting today for equal opportunity. And so uh, I'm a piece of that, that fight, if you will. Uh, we uh, are marching to the same beat with different drums, so said Jay-Z. <laughs> I love that. This is Danny. I want to say that um, when you think about starting a business, and this is for the audience members who are trying to become entrepreneurs, you want to align yourself with organizations or groups that match what your heart is telling you. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable. And we know a lot of times, sometimes people leave corporations because of the manager, not necessarily the corporation itself. Other times, people leave the corporation because they're stuck at their job. And then another time they leave a corporation because they feel like, you know, it's time for me to do something else. But when they start doing something else, they get and hit this roadblock because the passion didn't match. And so it's great to hear Lauren talk about this over and over again. And we want to make sure we remind the audience when you go after your skill set and you turn it into a profitability opportunity, make sure you align yourself with the right type of client. And you have to be able to say no. You have to be able to say no because if that client doesn't bring you joy and you're not going to give the client your best effort and you're going to dredge doing the work. So Lauren, for best practice for our audience members, when do you determine that I need to leave or that I need to help this client see the truth and stay? What, 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 at what point do you determine uh, flight or fight when it comes to opportunities? That's a good question. Um, more often than not, our clients are, you know, already well positioned in this area and they're seeking us out because we have what they need and that's the people. Um, 
I don't spend a lot of time, uh, you know, fighting with companies that don't have DEI initiatives or have no uh, interest in diversifying their executive team uh, because, you know, it's just not a battle I want to fight. Uh, you know, you want to be involved with people, like you said, that are aligned with your passion, aligned with your mission. And we all know that this is a problem in America. You know, if you're willing to solve that issue, if you know that you have disgruntled employees and you've got people of color who feel like they're on an island, uh, you know, they, they have no one to identify with and you really want to do something about that. Or if you really know what science teaches us, and that is that, you know, having more diverse perspectives is actually going to help your bottom line, right? And so doing better business is having better people. And that includes all kinds of people, right? And so our clients are, are specifically focused on that. And the ones that are not, are not the people that I specifically want to work with. That's a great question. This is Danny, by the way. I know I saw Dave was going to say something, but I beat him to the punch. Um, same way I was born first, right? He had a chance to come out, but I beat him to the punch. Um, one, one thing I was going to say is you said something that was so key because we had a special guest on, uh, the co-founder of Women in Cloud, Chaitra. And she's also the COO founder of Mela. And one of the things she has said, study has shown that organizations that diversify their leadership suite with women and minorities have shown a 60% increase in the ROI. When I saw that stat, it blew my mind thinking, why are other organizations not following suit? And so you brought up a great point, Lauren. And I want to ask you this question. When you work with these organizations that are asking you to find candidates to help with equity, to help make sure that every leadership position is staffed with an opportunity to bring a, a new client in. You talked about the transgender person. Um, do you have to fight that battle with these organizations as well to say, look, the reason why you brought me in was to really help you fill these roles. And there is data to show that filling these particular roles with certain types of individuals can actually help increase your profitability. Do you ever have to fight this attitude with organizations on why they're bringing you in and paying, having to pay you this money to help staff these positions? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. 
So the fight really ultimately will lie with their internal HR office, mm -hmm. right? And so more often than not, people underestimate human resource professionals. They are really, uh, you know, the ear to the CEO. They set the policy. Uh, they are the higher the fire and, you know, the multiplier, so to speak, right? right, right, right. <laughs> and, and so, you know, HR people are, um, are extremely important to organizations. And so the clients that we work with are often HR directors, right? And so when we present someone who's top talented and maybe uh, a black person or a trans person, that HR person says, you know what, I know how the company will receive this. And, you know, we'll have a consultative conversation about how to approach that, how to um, alleviate some of the um, uh, uh, mindsets that may, uh, the perspectives that may come with the mindsets that they held they held previously, right? And so helping the HR director to understand how to have that conversation, um, how to uh, approach this in an employment law kind of way, right? And what's legal, what's fair uh, is very important. And so they ultimately will, will be the driving force in that conversation. And ultimately, when we present that person, they're internally saying, hey, I'm going to go to the CEO and let them know that this trans person deserves this opportunity, because not only is, is she an amazing engineer, <laughs> right? Uh, not only can she do the job, uh, but she's a great person, right? And someone that we can add to the culture. And it's actually going to shift the paradigm internally and probably change a lot of people's minds, right, in, in the workplace. And so we actually have that example with Revolution Engineering here in Las Vegas, uh, where you know it wasn't a fight, but it was more of a enlightening, right? How how to understand how to deal with a trans person in the workplace? What are the laws surrounding this person? What can we say? What can we not say? What's appropriate? And what's inappropriate? And so having that conversation uh, is something that I, I will freely do with our clients, um, just to help them guide that conversation, but ultimately HR people are empowered, they are intelligent, and they are rock stars in these organizations. And a lot of the reason as to why we're able to partner with these large companies uh, is because of the HR leaders. That's fantastic, Lauren. This is David. And I want to ask you a little bit more about the work you're doing with these organizations. And I appreciate you giving some kudos to the HR personnel and the directors there. Sometimes they don't get as much lo love, but they're really the front line. Mm -hmm. And I love the way you phrased it. They hire, they fire, and then the multipliers, right? That's awesome. Um, <laughs> that's songwriting, you know? That, that's what it is. I'm starting to see it now. I'm believing. I'm a believer. I'm already lining up to get that EP. So I've got to ask you this, though. When it comes to recruiting, what are some of the trends you're seeing going into the new year, 2022, is it going to be a continued push for a hybrid model? And those are the type of professionals you're looking for. What is What are the trends you're looking for or what are the trends you're seeing for 22? And then I've got to ask you, outside of the trends you're seeing, uh, what are some of the projects you've got coming out? What are you going to be champion in 22? Yes. Uh, so there are many trends out there right now. Uh, as far as, you know, recruiting employees and uh, combating the great resignation, there are a number of tactics that can be researched or applied. 
um, recruiting in regard to, you know, diversifying the workforce and finding top talent, I'm suggesting to clients to uh, pump up your perks, right? Mm. Um, you know, really be intentional about the freedom and the flexibility that employees have, because that's something that everyone's seeking right now. Uh, also, you know, higher pay grades. And so what we're seeing now is that uh, there is a, a movement toward remote work pay, as opposed to in-office pay. Uh, we are seeing uh, companies providing sign-on bonuses, right? Because we, we know that statistics are showing that people are having a hard time actually getting back to work, even though there are a lot of jobs. And so um, HP, for example, we just recently hired their um, chief advisor to the uh, information officer there. And, uh, you know, they are a leading, um, leading company in the industry. And so they're doing sign on bonuses to really secure top talent because, you know, the war for talent is real. A lot of professionals out there that are starting to realize their worth and uh, really not taking anything anymore, right? It's not just about money. People are looking for work-life balance or work-life blend, however you want to look at that. Uh, definitely wanting to be uh, free. People want to work at the beach now with their laptop. And, and now that in the pandemic, they've realized they can do that. It's hard to get them to go back into the office, right? So what are some of the perks that uh, these companies are offering? We're seeing that uh, tuition reimbursement has always been a hot topic for large companies. Uh, a lot of folks are starting to give out free bachelor's degrees if you join their company. Um, I think that uh, Intel has been a leading force in, in, in uh, some new trends, American Express as well. And uh, yeah, so pumping up the perks is going to definitely make a, a key differentiator with, with securing top talent uh, and valuing those people and investing in them, whether it's learning and development and bringing in David to be an executive coach and, you know, maybe work through some of the uh, internal issues and culture issues. That would be awesome, right? Um, uh, so many trends, but tech is growing dramatically. It's going to keep growing. We know that. And so as far as upskilling the workforce, that's something that we're seeing as a trend where companies are providing learning incentives where you can be a project manager, right? Or uh, transition into a more technical role by learning new skill sets. So uh, a, a great person there is uh, Jennifer Didier. I did her podcast uh, the other week, Directions and Training. And, uh, you know, she she's awesome in the upskilling area and helping women to uh, really be uh, qualified for these upcoming roles of the future. So everyone's playing a part, <laughs> you know, in this, this ginormous initiative, which is to fill these jobs uh, with talented people and help people to realize their worth and to become uh, qualified for the jobs of the future. Yeah. That's fantastic. This is Danny. I appreciate you bringing that up. Jennifer is amazing indeed. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, I would take nothing away from that. I can't wait until the day she actually joins our, on our podcast as well. But one of the key things you said is the benefits, right? A lot of employers have to be creative in their benefits. So you have to be creative and in, in making sure that people are excited. You talked about the tuition reimbursement. You talked about the ability to go work at the beach. And as a plug-in, if you download our Twins Talk It Up podcast, you can download on any of the major podcast platforms and you can actually listen to it at the beach. So it's not just about listening to it on your way to work, driving or your way back. You can go to the beach and listen to it as well while you work on your tan. Uh, Lauren, <laughs> before we wrap up, 
you have so many programs you work on. You have copy, pitch competitions that you do it every year as well. Uh, is there any other quick announcements you'd like to tell the audience about when it comes to all-in recruiting or something else you may be excited about? Yeah, so I'm excited about all things that are happening in, in this business. Uh, we are recognized as a high growth firm in the country. And of course, you know, uh, statistics show that less than 3% of women led companies are actually able to obtain venture capital. And thank God I've been in that percentage. Yes, yes. And so uh, with, you know, great power comes great responsibility. And so, you know, we do feel responsible in this space to be able to do what it is that we set out to do, and that's provide opportunity and to present talented people. And so recently, uh, we just made the hire at HP uh, with Samuel Washington, who's an amazing talented, brilliant black man. Uh, and he's now working, you know, at next to the CISO at HP. So we're really proud of him. Uh, we are now helping to build out their cybersecurity teams and uh, hiring cloud architects and cybersecurity analysts for them. Uh, most recently, well, I'll, I'll let you in on this. We're about to hire another one. <laughs> and uh, he's incredible and brilliant as well. So you know, being able to align with companies that are, like I said, serious about their results, um, understanding of our value, and um, obviously wanting to play a part in helping people to create generational wealth in their families, uh, especially people that have been underrepresented and people that, uh, you know, have been adversely affected by systemic racism, institutional racism, or however you'd like to phrase it, right? Uh, but we are in the business of uh, helping to reconcile some of those issues uh, and placing people at the table that deserve to be there. That's fantastic. This is Danny. And I, I'm so grateful to see the partnership and the relationship you have with Hewlett Packard really taken off and, and the work you've done with Microsoft. Now, listen to the audience, just because Lauren's working with some of the largest tech organizations in the world, does that mean that she won't work with you and your organization? And it comes down to your need her fit, her background, and what we're trying to do. And so I want to go and tell everybody, look, I'm very impressed with uh, the fact that she has a great mindset. And as David, my identical twin brother said earlier, uh, outrageously optimistic. So yep. Lauren, on behalf of my identical twin brother and I, we're so grateful to have you on our podcast today. We're so grateful for you to talk about growing up in Gary, Indiana, your family, as far as the history there, having a street named after your grandfather, uh, moving to New York, down to Vegas, being able to take the leap of faith to start your own organization, realizing that you doubled your revenue in six months, being able to be one of very, very few women in this space to actually receive capital to help you advance your organization even faster. And then to be able to hear great examples of you placing great qualified, impressive candidates at these organizations. We're so grateful to have you on board. We know that research reflects the truth about diversity at the very top of the leadership ladder. We also know that the research has shown that by placing women in key roles, organizations have shown to have increased profitability. And because of all of these things, we're so grateful to have you on board on the Twins Talking Up podcast. And for our audience today, if you want to learn more about Lauren and All In Recruiting Boutique, please go to her website at www.all-inrecruiting.com. And if you don't have an opportunity to do that, go look and read up the articles. Just go in online and search. And you'll see 
thousands and thousands of articles about Lauren and what she is doing in this particular space. So Lauren, on behalf of my identical twin brother, David and I, we are so grateful to have you on the Twins Talk It Up podcast today. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate this opportunity and I'm wishing you the very best. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.